Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Magical Realness, a Blythe Mitral's podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a confidence and wardrobe manifestation coach whose main MO is to guide aspiring soulpreneurs into the transformation of their dreams while helping them learn how to empower themselves along the way. What you need to know about me is that I'm silly, spiritual, and uber passionate about living a life in true alignment and fulfillment. I'm also definitely a chatty bitch. (laughs) I believe deeply that magic is real, potent, and rooted in choice. Magic is truly all around us. All you have to do is choose to see it. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, books, and conversations that help you live a magical lifestyle in which serves you. We're currently in the season Spirituality 101, where I give you the introductions needed to help you dive into the spiritual world and become aligned with who you truly are. This season has been brought to you by Blythe Mindrels Coaching. If you are looking for support and an implementation partner and expressing who you really are or making your aspirations into an actionable journey, Blythe Mitral's Coaching has got you covered through their step-by-step programs and pressure-free approach. You'll feel lighter, brighter, and clearer on what makes you, you. Sign up for a clarity session today and see if this is in your alignment. And with that, I say, let's get started with today's episode. Okay, my friends, you saw it. You saw it in the notes and the title. You know what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're talking about the intuition and to help bring this forward and help you engage and learn what it is to be your intuitive self. I have brought one of my favorite people to come and join us and explain just exactly what it is and to have that beautiful conversation about what it means to connect with our intuition. So just as I had done last time, I want to go ahead and share this this quote from last time around, okay? Our trifecta is our internal guide. It is our internal compass. Our intuition is the needle on the compass, okay? That's what it is. So we already have this compass, but the intuition is the needle onto the compass, okay? That's what guides us on our path. So that was from last time. And just for now, you know, Esther, I'm sure she's going to give us her own definition of what it means to, you know, be intuitive or just, you know, what is your intuition? But just to kind of lay it down real quick, I'm going to say that your intuition, it is just an unshakable knowing of oneself. It is the wisdom, it is the guide, it is the awareness that we all have within ourselves. It's those little, those little pings, those little notes, those bits of inspiration, that flow that comes through you. That is your intuition. That is a gold mine within itself. That is a gem. That is a gift 
that is pure service of oneself. It is always going to lead you to the right path. It will never lead you on the wrong path. When you listen, when you go on the quote unquote wrong path, you weren't listening to your intuition. You weren't even listening to yourself. You were listening to someone else who is not you, who is not in flow with who you authentically are. Your intuition is beauty, it's magic. And speaking of beauty and magic, so is Esther Loopstra. Seriously, guys, you have no idea the magic that she is about to just spell upon you. Esther Loopstra, she is an artist. She's been a practicing artist for I'm actually not sure how long. Um, I think somewhere close to a couple decades. Um, she's also been an instructor. She has worked with Cornish College of the Arts for many years. Her artwork is beautiful. If you are in the Seattle area, you will be just totally surprised because her artwork has been commercially placed. Uh, her illustrations and little things that you had no idea was hers. Once you start seeing her work, you're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that was her. <laughs> That was my experience when I first met Esther. And Esther is actually, um, she has been on another podcast with me before. And I'll leave that in the show notes if you want to listen to that more. And you'll get to talk more about her journey and how she's gotten into this path and in that way. In this episode, we'll be talking just strictly kind of, you know, what it is to be in your intuition and, and the different ways that we can move through that and have that gift. Uh, she is also an intuition coach. She helps you with your intuition. This is a remarkable gift to have. You know, I I literally don't know of any any intuition coaches. I know coaches who can help you engage in your intuition. I don't know anyone aside from Esther who just helps you focus on your intuition because your intuition helps you open all of the doors, all of the abundance, all of the prosperity, all of the gifts. So it is such a, a wonderful treat to have Esther with us today, and I could just go on about her forever and ever and ever. Um, before we get started, I just want to say, per usual, that, <laughs> that if you enjoy this episode, both Esther and I would be beyond grateful if you shared this episode on Instagram, if you sent it to your friends, if you sent either of us a message letting us know how you thought of it. And then if you have that moment, rate the podcast, let people know what you think of it, you know, because not just me, both Esther, I know we both want these resources, the intuition, we want the accessibility to be there and we want those to have access to it when they're ready, right? So I'm here for you. Esther's here for you. Let's do this, my friends. Let's do this. Our links for our Instagram handles, those are going to be in the show notes. I'm going to have so many gifts for you on the website show notes. So check that out when you've got it, when you've got a moment and I'm going to bring Esther on and we're going to do this. Okay. Well, I told you she was coming. I told you she was coming. Here we have the amazing Esther Loopstra, who is just so abundant in so many practices. Hello, Esther. Thank you so much for being here. 
Hi, I'm so happy to be here again. Yes, yes. It's so great to have you on the Magical Realness podcast. Before, if you haven't listened to it, we, I have had her add on the Spiritual Bitches of Seattle podcast. So having her here on this podcast is really such a treat because we're going to be able to talk into more so her talent and what we're talking about today, as I told you guys before. And we're talking about the intuition. And so um, we know this. I've already announced it, but just going through it again with Esther. Um, Esther, what I had before this, I had defined intuition quickly, briefly. And I had described it as the unshakable knowing within oneself in that it is your own internal wisdom guide and really that authentic awareness um, that is the definition that I have used. And as the expert that you are, I would love to know how you view intuition and how you define it. I think that's a really great definition. Um, I've looked at a lot of definitions, which can be confusing because they were, use words like consciousness, which is like you know, there's a lot of different ways to view consciousness. So, um, I like the word knowing knowledge. Um, so really it's, you know, it's not what it is. What is it not? It's not a feeling, right? It's not a feeling. It's a knowledge that doesn't use analytical reasoning. So I'll Oh, most of the time we think that we're using our analytical reasoning, but it's really a knowledge a knowing, I like that you use the word knowing, um, that connects us. Yeah. It connects us to our inner self, our, our, our highest self, if you want to call it. Um, it connects us to our authentic self. Um, and it connects our conscious to our subconscious. So it connects our mind. It helps us to access the entirety of our mind, or as if we are just using our analytical or emotional mind, we, um, we aren't really accessing all of the information that we have and that, you know, the universe has for us. So oh, that was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. I can really feel that registering into my bones. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Um, you know, and as you were as you were describing, you know, how all the different variances of the way that it connects us to ourselves, the way that our intuition um, is truly a guide and a pathway to to all of what makes us. Um, I, I was thinking about, you know, the way that I kind of look at our, our inner divine, you know, and connecting to the inner divine and that our inner divine is, um, I like to think of it as the listeners have heard this before, but as its own triangle, like its own, um, food pyramid, you know, kind of moving through it that way to get to the ascension. And, you know, first we talked about this in previous episodes, but first you have the ego, right? The ego is just the way that we interact and it's the way that we move through life, right? And, yeah. um, um, we can sometimes think the ego is a bad thing, but it's not. It's, there's nothing wrong with the ego and we need no, the ego. Yeah. It's just, it's how do we move through the ego that's important to kind of ground. And through the ego, we get to the trifecta, which is that mind, body, soul connection. And we've had, we've had a whole talk about this before. But then after we get through the trifecta and after we can connect through the trifecta, that is what leads us to our intuition. That is the next level that leads us even further into that alignment. Um, within you and your studies, 
how does that register with you and and what you put forward? Yeah, well, um, and I was going to say too, that our intuition, I like to describe it as a GPS that (laughs) always leads us back to our most authentic self, right? Um, Yeah, speaking of the body, um, you know, I just talked about this in one of my workshops um, where we can we can look at the chakra system as like a really interesting way of like a blueprint for how to move through the body too. And, um, actually there's, there's three different, um, types of intuition in our body. Um, one being the gut coming from the gut or, um, it could be instinct, but it could also it can be, um, it's very um, primal and like, um, it's like a bit like a kind of like a yes or a no, like do this or don't do that. Um, and it can be used if it's out of alignment, if we are, um, if we are really not feeling secure or not, we have a lot of woundings or we haven't worked through a lot of those feelings of security and comfort. Um, we can react um, and use instinct in like a negative way. But really there's this deep intuition that is a part of that kind of gut. And our gut has neurons, we know that. So there's these these three t- uh, parts, places that we feel the intuition are um, our three brains. They all have neurons. So our heart, and they're also the three main areas where the shock, they talk about the chakras, right? So our heart, um, is what you might call more like the soul. Um, and like, um, so we, I don't know if you know this, but we have neurons in our heart. Um, and there's been studies that show like there's actually memories that live in our heart that are, so they all talk to each other. They talk to the gut and the mind and, uh, the heart, they all talk to each other. And so, um, so heart intuition really leads us more to like, um, what is expansive for us? What do we feel drawn to? What is a part of the whole, what is leading to our freedom? You know, th- so as you were kind of talking about like our development, that, that makes sense, right? So you're going from this more instinctual to this more like growth and development. And then our mind, our mind, can be like really connected to, um, you know, the divine or like, um, the field (laughs) or, you know, um, ideas that come out of nowhere, right. These ideas, like a lot of times that people have the same ideas at the same time or, you know, things like that, that just kind of drop into you. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how I like to talk about it as, um, in those, in those three, um, those three ways that we feel it in our body. I love that. And, um, I actually, I don't know, it sounded familiar to me and maybe it was because you've told me this before because I've attended a couple of your workshops, which are just fabulous. If you guys have the opportunity, please go to Esther's workshops because they're just so good and they're so jam-packed and they're full of opportunity. But, um, (laughs) you know, it did kind of sound familiar, but I don't think it really like hit home until very recently, just, or just in this moment. Um, when you said that there are neurons in the heart and that is so 
grounding and it's so affirming to to hear that because through science or you know what we learned as before <laughs> as like the scientific way of our body and the way it moves um it definitely wasn't encouraged or i was actually taught that there it does not work that way and that your heart is just this thing that beats you know and that it has a very simple job and it's isolated and basically nothing about the neuron so sometimes i think about you know how the heart is a, is is a symbolic space for the soul but what you just shared is that it really is the space for the soul it really is the space where we come into and where we engage in that aspect of ourselves so i i say all this to say that we don't need to be quieting when we say oh well it's not really there we can engage in that space and lean into it and trust that it's flowing through our trifecta and that combination of our intuition that's so powerful esther wow yeah and and it's really interesting i found this um Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to remember his name, but I found this um, psychologist who has been working with this idea of a certain way of working through people's blocks and things. And he discovered that once you work through some of these uh, blocks that are just kind of trying to, you know, have throughout your life tried to help you and tried to work with you, but they're protecting you. He discovered that in each person, there was this deep self, this like calm, creative, knowing, loving self in each person. And like he worked with, I mean, he worked with all kinds of like prisoners and murderers and all kinds, but each person, once you get down into that place of connecting to your deepest and I call it the intuition in my sessions. I know you've done the sessions before, but like we connect to that um, authentic self, you know, I call it the intuition, but it was really just so confirming for him who has seen like thousands of patients to go, this is what I found in my studies that there is this deep knowing place. And that once you connect to that place, which is really what the intuition does connect us to that authenticity, it begins to heal you and to um, integrate all of your blocks, you know, and, and really start to like reparent you and, and yeah, it's, it's amazing. Anyway, that was just such like a confirmation that, yeah, there really is that authentic self that we can connect to. Oh, it's so, it's so expansive, the intuition. Um, how with you working with your clients and just, I mean, your endless studies on the intuition and the flow, um, how, do, how have you found that the intuition really comes in and, and works with us and, and kind of moves through us? Yeah, well, you know, first, it's hard, right? None of us have really been taught this, you know, none of us have been taught how to really connect to the intuition, how to listen to it. And I think sometimes we think, oh, like that, you know, that's, that's why we go to like a psychic or like somebody to like, you know, to a therapist, which those are all good things, but we're taught to kind of look outside of ourselves, you know, for answers. And we're not taught how to, as Malcolm Gladwell 
says how to learn the language of the intuition. So there's a language that we have to learn, right? So, and it's, it can be, and I, I've noticed that as a theme of, with my clients is that, um, this theme of when we get to connect to intuition, we're able to decipher, um, how the intuition sounds versus what, how the mind sounds. Um, because the mind is really loud, right? So it's like really, really loud. And so in our fears and our, you know, inner critic, it's really loud, um, because it's been telling us, you know, these things for our whole life. So, so the first step is really to get quiet, um, to be able to, distinguish, you know, what is the mind and what is the, um, the intuition to really get quiet and, um, to practice that, that really trains our brain to be able to quiet that mind, that mind loop, right. That, that keeps telling us those negative things. Um, and then, um, really, I think, you know, acknowledging the intuition, acknowledging when you hear it, um, it like going back to your past, when did you hear your intuition in the past when it was both loud and subtle, like maybe there was something in your life that it was telling you to do. I think all of us have experienced that, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. We're like, we hear our intuition and we don't follow it. We don't follow it. Then finally, like something happens. It's like makes it. So it, it starts off very quietly and, um, but it can speak to us in all about so many different things that can make our life just more fulfilling, even down to like, what clothes do I want to wear today? Or what do I, what should I eat today? You know, like what is the best, most nourishing thing for me to eat? The problem is that where you have the most blocks, it's the hardest to hear your intuition. Like for me, as an example, I think like body stuff is hard anyway. Like, you know that it's hard, really hard. So I have had migraines for like 25 years. I'm really like, it's a, been a big part of my life, you know, and there's a lot of things that. I think about them and that I am attached to whether it's subconscious or not. And like, there's stuff that I want to eat that I, that maybe if my intuition told me not to eat it, I would, I wouldn't want to hear that, you know? So there's so wherever your biggest block is, it's hardest to hear your intuition about that thing. I think. Um, so, so yeah, so just really, um, going back and, and looking at like, how did your intuition talk to you before? What did it sound like? Where did you feel it in your body? Um, and then, um, just taking those steps to acknowledge it and respect it, the more that you acknowledge it. And, you know, even if you can't really tell if it is the intuition, taking that step, and doing that thing and then learning that, oh yeah, that was my intuition. Okay. Now I feel more comfortable and more confident doing, trusting it again, you know? So it's like a little bit, it's like a relationship, you know, trying to, um, to, to trust it and then grow that relationship and that trust. Yeah, no, I am so 
resonating with all that you're saying. I feel like I'm just kind of on this cloud listening to you <laughs> talk about all of this, um, which is just so sweet. And I, I was, you know, reflecting on on what you're what you're saying, and it sounds to me like doing shadow work is really beneficial, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that the areas where you struggle the most, that it would be the hardest to hear your intuition come through because you have like literal blocks. You have locked yeah. doors in your way and you've hidden the key somewhere. You've got to go find that key. And if you want to be able to find that key to unlock the door to get to where you want to go or just like tune into where you want to be, you got to look into the shadow. That's where you've hidden it. Yeah. You've got to go back into the yeah. shadow and you know, shadow does is, is not something that has to be, you know, again, the e- the ego is not evil and shadow is not evil. It's not talking about evil. It's just talking about things that we tend to not want to shed the light onto. You know, we don't want to look at, we don't want to reveal. For instance, if you have, um, if you have bad money flow, you know, quote unquote bad, if it's not where you want to be, if you're not, you know, quote unquote good with money, that's a mindset, but let's say you're not good with money. Um, you know, typically you're probably not going to be looking at your bank account every day. Like you're not going to be having healthy practices with your money. You're not going to want to look at it. You don't want to know being ignorant is bliss, but that is shadow. You have cast a shadow on your finances and nurturing that financial relationships. um, Well, yeah, I guess relationships. That was a misspeaking, but really there are various ways we can do that. Um, (laughs) You know, then your intuition can come through and kind of lead you even further into uh, how to interact in a healthy stance there. The finances is just one, I mean, this is just one example that just popped into my brain as far as, you know, highlighting the shadows that we need to kind of uncover to see. And, you know, it also made me think of the idea of co-creating. We co-create with source to manifest our desires, which we're going to talk about in the next episode, but we kind of know this as a spiritual basis. That's what we do. And if we're looking at co-creating, right? There is a co-creation. There is a simpatico that we have with our intuition. Esther is nodding very intensely right now. She is very much feeling what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's funny because I write to my intuition every day. And what my intuition told me today was it's very, 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 very (laughs) important. that you come to realize your worth w o r t h because it's the basis of every type of abundance in your life um so having those and all of us have these blocks to our self-worth you know and the way that we create co-create with the universe is by, you know, just removing those blocks and your intuition will always, that's the cool thing, right? Your intuition's always guiding, it's your GPS. It's always guiding you back to your authentic self. What do we want in this life? There's two things we want. I think all of us want to get to know our authentic self, to come into alignment with our authentic self. Number two is to share that authentic self with others in whatever way gifts we have. So, um, 
the, our, our intuition is always guiding us to what is the block that is keeping you from leveling up, right? So for me right now, oh my God, I have a great example of right now I'm working on this offering and um, my coach is literally like, girl, you have, I don't know what it is, but you have this major block. Like, I don't know if it's like your intuition telling you to do something or a block, but you cannot, you're not like able to move forward. And it's so true. Like I'm so, um, and I know that it's because of my past, right? So it's something in my past because I don't want to do that again. I so do not want to do this again and make that mistake or whatever, you know, that I literally cannot tell, cannot hear my intuition. It's just so weird because I, every step along my journey of like this new career that I'm creating is like, I've heard very clearly, pretty clearly, like what, you know, my intuition is saying, but sometimes the fear and the intuition, um, it's so hard to tell what each one of them is, right? So, and there's no right or wrong way. I have to keep telling myself, I can just move forward in this like playful attitude, in this playful way. There's no mistake. My intuition is always just going to lead me back. You know, where we get stuck is not wanting to move forward or moving forward too quickly and burning ourselves out when the intuition actually is leading us in a specific way because our intuition will never lead us to burnout, right? <laughs> It'll always lead us to, um, to the perfect timing, to the perfect connections, to all of these synchronicities, coupons where you get <laughs> 50% off your air purifier, you know, I'm just saying your intuition. Yeah. It's got your back. Oh my gosh. Our, our <laughs> intuition is totally our saving grace. And um, you were talking about, you know, in the beginning just now, the intuition really leads us to um, to kind of that that aligned path for us, or it's always trying to lead us to kind of that that sweet spot. And I've never really thought about it that way. I've thought of it just as kind of this guiding light or this guiding entity or um, now after working with you, you know, one of my spirit guides, I make it like she hangs out with my spirit, the spiritual team. And Aww. I actually went and had a chat with her this morning. It was really cool. Um, we, we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> but um, yes, no. And that's, it's so true that our intuition does really jump in that way. And also you, you asked before, you know, when was the first time your intuition really came through? And I think it's been really hard for, um, you know, like, I guess, boomers or just, you know, like our parents or whatever to really give us the space to engage in what it means to be intuitive or what it means to have internal wisdom and so on and so forth because of the way that our economy has built been built up, the way that they've been taught, yeah. the way that the world works. And now we're expanding so much further, but I remember... Uh, that I, you know, I couldn't really comprehend the, even the idea of intuition. And I would hear about intuition and I'd be like, oh, you know, that's hogwash because that's what I was taught. I was totally yeah. shut yeah. down. I would, I told my, I told my mother once I was there. I don't know if it was my ancestors at the time. I was four, maybe. I think I had just started talking. I so it must've been four. And um, I was a very late talker. 
anyways, um, there were all of these um, spirits around me and they were my family and I was just watching TV and they were just sitting right next to mm. me. And I mean, there was wow. probably like a dozen of them. And, uh, I just, they were just hanging out with me and they just wanted to be around me. And, um, I thought of them as like, you know, another mother and another dad and another like grandparent wow. and grandfather or whatever. And I, I, now looking back, I'm like, oh, that makes sense that I would think of them as another parent because in a way they are another parent, you know, they are a, a guidance in that force. And so I came down at one point and I think I wanted juice or something. I don't know. I wanted some sort of snack and I come down and I'm just gabbing at my mom, like at a million hours. And my mom, I think was still a bit overwhelmed because I, she had, they had kept wanting me to speak and I just would not talk. I was very silent. I had like a word for mom and dad and that's when they absolutely could not mm -hmm. figure out what I was trying to say and then I would say it and then they would like feel the energy get it I'm getting into many details the point is is that I think she was still very like kind of overwhelmed with how much I was talking because like that I instantly spoke in sentences and I just did not shut up and so I came downstairs wow. and she's overwhelmed and she's trying to have her day and I'm just telling her I'm coming at her I'm like oh my gosh you know and I have this other mom this other dad and I have all these people and they're just hanging out with me yeah and she just shut it down she just was not listening to it mm -hmm. she couldn't be there for it she's like you know you're invisible friends you know using language like that and it made me feel yeah. Um, on you know, not, uh, well, like what you said earlier, didn't make me feel worthy. It made me feel like a fraud and our intuition really does come in and it leads us to try to feel worthy. And I think it even does that when we've been shut down from our intuition and that's a block in itself. So then it's trying to even come through to let you know that you're worthy, that you can have this relationship. Yeah. Our intuition is just such a goddamn force of nature, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's why I love like connecting people to it in the sessions. Cause like they, they come to realize, oh my gosh, there's this, I feel worthy. I feel like I am okay. Just being myself, you know? And I love how you're talking about like the old paradigm and the new paradigm. Cause like the old paradigm, it's really based around, um, well, you know, it's based on this slave master mm -hmm. relationship. It's based on industrialization, commercialization. It's based on, I tell you what to do and then you do it. You don't think about it. You just do it. Right. So it doesn't matter what you want. Um, or it doesn't matter who you are authentically, but I think, you know, yeah, there's this new paradigm that's trying to come through. And I think that's why a lot of pe more people are talking about intuition because, um, you know, it really is, and I talk about flow too. This is how we get into flow is by connecting to our authentic self and really listening to that. And when we do that, that self has a way of connecting to everyone else and and it has the perfect puzzle piece to fit into the whole so it's like yourself and what you bring what you are here to bring to share that self is will find the perfect place 
um, to, for you to be able to share your gifts with other people. And, um, and yeah, like just connecting to that worthiness is like the first step, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. It's really sitting deep in, ooh, deep in my heart, deep in my neurons. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I want to, because we're talking more so about connecting to the trifecta and what that looks like. Um, but just in case anyone is listening and they're like, okay, I got it. This is what you do. Um, but how do I start? <laughs> you know, what would you, what would you recommend or how would you, as the amazing intuition coach that you are, um, what would, what would be like maybe, you know, the one or two steps that you would encourage someone to do if they don't even know where to, where to start? Yeah. Um, so what I like to tell people, um, you know, is to practice paying attention to it. So, um, like with anything, the more that you practice, the more that you pay attention to a certain thing, the more that you're going to see it and hear it. So a lot of times our intuition is talking to us and we don't even realize that it is because we are just busy doing other things, you know? So we have to literally make time in our schedule to, to listen to it. And, um, you know, your intuition talks to you in two ways. I think a lot of people think of like, Oh, I'm an, I'm an intuitive or like I'm a psychic. And I just like ask my, I ask my intuition, and it just tells me like, right. Like if I ask it something that it'll just tell me like right away, they don't know how but it that's works. Not really how. They don't know how it works then. <laughs> they don't know what they're that's talking what, about, but that, yeah. That's what I feel like my job is. It's like just explaining how the intuition works and you know, like what it is. Um, so yeah, so, I mean, this is a big expectation and then we get frustrated. We get upset like, cause I'm not, I'm not intuitive. I can't hear that stuff. Like I'm, and that was my thing for a long time. It's like, I'm just very really logical and very analytical. Like I, you know, I can't hear my intuition. So, but we all have intuition. We all can hear it. So, so first, first, um, first way that it talks to you, um, is probably the most l- likely way. Right. And I think we've all experienced like being in the shower or being in a, on a drive, um, and just getting this like, aha idea, you know, this like breakthrough idea, like you've been working and struggling and, um, like trying to work through this, like find a solution for something. And then all of a sudden where you get into this brainwave state where your brainwaves are more calm and you're not really thinking about, um, you're not really focused on finding, I've got to figure it out, right? Figure it out. I've got to figure it out. You're not really doing that. You're in this place of like, Oh, like the, not even, maybe not even really thinking about it, but just letting your mind wander. That's when your intuition will talk to you a lot of times. Um, and a lot of times it will come up with the solution for things. So I like to give people in my classes, I like to give people, um, what I call curiosity questions, because curiosity is like the way that you find motivation and you find, um, your passion and you find, um, answers and you find your intuition. So, so the, so really the first way that it speaks to you is not like a direct question answer in the moment. It's like more of an indirect. So, 
So you ask a question that you've been thinking about for a while, like maybe what's the next best step that I need to take for this in my business or, um, or, uh, I want to get into a relationship, right? Like what should I do next? Like, should I get on Tinder? Should I, or whatever is the, I don't know what the best (laughs) app is now. Um, whatever, like what, you know, or should I even start looking? What should I do? You know, I think like we are always, I mean, come on, every single moment of every day, we're asking questions like that. Am I right? Yes. At yes. least I am. Absolutely. I don't know. My mind goes crazy. So what is the big question? What are three? I like to give people three questions, right? Three. What are the big three that are like in your mind right now that you're, you're constantly doing this loop? Can you write it down and can you just let it go and hold it loosely in your mind and just, um, you know, just maybe come back to it every once in a while. Um, ask your intuition to give you an answer, right? Um, and maybe it'll come in the shower. I Then we have to make room for it. We have to make time for it. So like I, I like to... Um, take time in the morning to, I do meditation. So meditation is a really great way to quiet your mind. Um, it's been proven to kind of focus your mind and get you into the brainwave states that allow for intuition. So your intuition can't come when you're just, it can't, it just can't, it just can't come when you're constantly in the loop of your prefrontal logical mind. Um, so meditation where you're able to still your mind. Um, a lot of times intuition will start talking to me when I'm doing my meditation. So I'll have to like write, take notes. Um, and then I make time, um, after my meditation to do free writing. Um, I'm going to come back to that. So make time, you can make time driving. Like if you're driving or taking a walk, those are really, my friend just told me, she wrote her entire dissertation on a run. I saw that. That was just absolutely. Yeah, it makes like, sense though. What? It's crazy, but it makes sense. I've been doing that lately. Yeah. yeah that I've been making it a part of my creative process. So giving yourself time for that, you know, that kind of intuition, that first kind to kind of come in and, and talk to you. So the second time kind is direct where you ask a question and then it answers you. So, um, this is, I think a hard, right? It's harder. Yeah. It's it's harder for me. Like maybe some people can get it. Um, but I think it's harder because our mind kind of gets in the way. We don't know if, is this right? Like we don't really know what the intuition sounds like yet. So it's a little bit, it's, I think it's a lot harder. Um, so w- what I do is I do use um, for free writing. So free writing is, you can call it journaling, I guess. I don't do journaling because my mind is too neurotic. Like my mind just will start making lists of things or just start going in the circles that it always goes into. Um, so I like free writing because free writing is a way to get into that subconscious, to get into that, um, brainwave state where you're not in the logical analytical mind, you're not in your inner critic mind. Um, so I used to start by, you can kind of ask your intuition a question 
And then you get into the state of just writing what naturally comes. Like you're not editing yourself. You're just tapping and you can tap into, you can breathe into this space where you feel your intuition. So a lot of people feel it in their gut or in their heart. Um, And I have a really great free meditation right now that will drop you into that place. So if you do that, you can drop into that place um, and then just ask a question and just start writing from a place of not needing to be right or not needing to be logical, but just whatever comes from that space of like your heart or your gut, what naturally comes out and see what happens. Um, It's hard at first. Um, You can even start free writing um I like kind of visualizing free like doing this visualization where you're writing about your future and what you want to happen and what you know what can happen that way so um so yeah and doing yoga is or any kind of exercise is a really great way to practice getting in touch with your intuition especially yoga because you're not there in yoga there's this philosophy of balance between um you know, you have a teacher that's motivating you to move forward, but then also hopefully encouraging you to, um, come into a place of not rest, but like, um, strength in, in this, like holding the position. So you're able to like ask your intuition, okay, what does my body need right now? Cause our intuition talks to us through the body. Does my body want me to push a little bit more? Sometimes you'll be surprised. Like yesterday, you know, it was like, oh, my body actually wants me to hold down dog for like, you know, five breaths or whatever. Um, it wants to push me a little bit more, yeah. you know, sometimes it wants me to rest. So that is a really good way of listening to your body, being able to listen to your intuition in your body. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You just threw such like goodness at us. Um, that is definitely a part. To- <laughs> I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm giving you almost my whole intuition workshop that I did <laughs> in, this one, in this one podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's, I mean, gosh, I know that everyone is super grateful. Um, I definitely want to, get into a little bit more of, because uh, man, that is just such, that is such gem. And also, well, okay, real quick, the the yoga thing, I so hear you on the yoga and I so get into that trance and my body has actually been able to really come through and I'll ask it questions. And when I was first starting that relationship where I can talk to my body, it, you know, didn't respond. It didn't know how to talk to me because I had quieted it. I had kept it quiet yeah. for so long, so it, it didn't know how to speak up. And through yoga has always been the times when it has been able to be like, okay, this is my attention, and I'm going to tell you right now. And I just get this huge, you know, like just this huge message, um, and it just comes to me instantaneously. And, you know, it's things where I've heard my body say that it's scared and it's sad and just all of these shadows that my wow. body has been holding on to and – it's been such a, a a beautiful gift in in finding how is it that I heal my SIBO and heal my gut issues. And we've had this conversation on the Spiritual Bitches episode, but, <laughs> you know, in general and, and then in those spaces. And so I hear you. And I think that also helps, um, you know, encourage what you said before about the dissertation, right? Your friend being able to, to do that, you know, while she's on a run. 
And I, you know, it, it just makes so much sense to me. I get the deepest downloads when I am out for a walk. It doesn't matter from listening to a yeah. podcast to music to whatever. There's something mm -hmm. in it that just revs me up, the the Zen aspect of it. And I get thoughts. If I if I have listening to a podcast, they're a little bit quieter and my intuition, because I'm I'm multitasking, so it's not able to come as loudly, but I do get inspired. Yeah. And yeah. the messages still do come through and it's almost like a collaboration then. Um, but the point is, is that it really, I, I hear and it resonates with me, those different pathways and those curiosity questions. I'm absolutely, you guys, um, it's going to be in the show notes. It's going to be on a feature on Esther's page when I post this on the website. Um, you know, if you're, if you can't find her website though, you should, it's absolutely great. You just type in your name and you'll find it, but I'll give you the links to that meditation because she knows what she's talking about. I want to transition this into the amazing, amazing, seriously, so crazy intuitive coaching session that I had with you. It was just out of the ballpark. It was totally, I didn't have expectations, but if I did, it wouldn't come anywhere near close to it. Oh, you were just yeah. so in tune with what it means to engage and talk to your intuition. Let me just say that I thought that I was talking to my intuition. I thought that I was having these relationships. <laughs> I had no idea how expansive it could be. And I said this before. I talk to my intuition. Like, I know what she looks like. She has a whole different name. She doesn't look like me. She has pixie hair. She has a long nose, a long face, and she's just beautiful. She has these beautiful eyes, beautiful lips. Her name's Stacy. She's sassy as fuck. She's just like, <laughs> she comes in there, she corrects me, and there's just so much love between us. I just adore her completely. And uh, and I went, I, I, I knew that I needed to talk to my intuition, and I was, it was so, let me just tell you. So I, I went in, I went in deep and, uh, you know, first I, so I go to my garden, I go to my, my special place and you can find more information about that on the website, the life garden. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I went there and first I saw one of my spirit guides and I said, hi. And he goes, I, you know, you didn't come for me. You got to keep going. You got to go find Stacy. You came to talk to Stacy. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You're right. So I'm going to go talk to Stacy. Where is she? And he told me she's in the woods. And I said, okay, so I'm going to start going through the woods. I just met a new guide of mine and I asked him, and he's like an actual guide. He like walks me through stuff. So I don't have to go alone anymore, which is so cool. So I asked him, will you take me to her? Because I didn't know where she was in the woods. It turns out she's in the cottage where my future self lives. So I always have to go through the woods and it's a very clear path to go meet my future self. And they're just in there having a conversation. They're like, we've been waiting for you. And so I thought Aww, I was just going to meet Stacy, yeah. and I wasn't. I also met with my other guide, which is my future self. And they were just in like cahoots together and they just wanted to really help me and nurture me. And it was, it was, it's an actual conversation. It's like a conversation we're having now. And it was so powerful and it's so magical. And guys, this is not just at this morning situation. Since I have met with Esther, this is like any day I want to have this kind of situation. I just have to go in deeply and it's there. And Esther, you unlocked that for me. I had already started it, but wow. that deep relationship with my intuition specifically, you completely unlocked that into a whole new level. You are pure magic. You're pure magic. Oh, that is so amazing. I love hearing that story. <laughs> I mean, because your intuition, it's so funny because 
your intuition is always just waiting for you, you know, to listen to it. And so a lot of times when we do start asking it questions, yeah, so, so I was talking about how, you know, it's really hard for us. It's hard for me even a lot of times to get here, those direct questions, um, direct answers from our intuition. But in the session, that's what we do, which is really amazing because we can get past the mind, right? We can get past into those, um, those, those brainwave states where we connect to that part of ourself. And it's really amazing. Like the, the way the answers that it gives you, and you can feel that the answers are right because it just resonates so deeply with you. Um, whereas before you might've been asking yourself, like, is this right? I don't know. I can't hear it. I don't know if I'm hearing the right thing. Um, and yeah, when I've done sessions, I mean, I've gotten to the place in sessions with when other people are doing this work with me where, man, I just, I get to this place of like, wow, that's who I actually am. Mm. Like that bitch is cool <laughs> as fuck. You know what I yes, mean? Like yes. she is like, and and it's funny because she is like a teacher at the deepest level, like so much wisdom and like love science, like we'll still be like talking about science. And I'm just like, wow, yeah, that's actually like on a soul level, you know, this I and mean, how often do you, I mean, you it's like you can go to somebody like I just had an amazing session um, last week. And it was really, really amazing. But, you know, there's something about if you can connect to yourself on that level mm. and hear, and like you said, it can, that's what I want to do is to help people to start that relationship. Because once you have that relationship, it's not like you, you're not ever going to need help from anybody else, but you won't need as much help. You won't be like looking outside of yourself for the answers or, you know, burning yourself out or, you know, wasting time and money. You're going to be like so deeply confident in your self-worth and just like you said, co-creating with the universe because that's what you're here to do, right? Oh, yes, yes. And I also just want to share that, you know, it working with Esther doesn't need to be this like, oh, I don't, I want that relationship that Brittany Marie has or, you know, whoever has or whatever. You know, if you're thinking thoughts like this, um, you know, great. But if you're also thinking, well, I've already got that relationship. It's really deep. I feel good about my relationship with my intuition. I don't know. Let me tell you this. Esther has got all the goddamn questions. She's got all the powerful <laughs> exponential questions. So if you ever get into a rough patch with your intuition, mm -hmm. she can help draw it out even further because you know what? It's a relationship. It's not a perfect relationship. Yes, it is a part of you and it is its own entity and it creates with yourself alignment. But, you know, you fight your intuition all the time. And when you fight your intuition, it makes it harder for your intuition to always want to show up for you on a full scale. So again, like that co-creation, that simpatico, that, that it's a relationship. It takes two to tango. And you could even look at Esther mm -hmm. as like a relationship counselor, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that. she could yeah. come in and like help you just kind of, you know, get to those deep questions, find what your intuition needs. So your intuition can again, show up for you and get you through this rough path. 
You know, it is something that's ongoing to to continue to nurture, evolve, and love and grow with. And Esther, yeah. you've got all the oh. tools. Well, it's funny because, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, like people have been calling me intuition expert, which is funny, but Girl, you are, no, tell you guys, you I, have no idea. She has spent countless hours on this. I, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I studied, I've studied this a lot and, um, but I have even, you know, myself, like I have those blocks, like I was talking about, like really deep blocks, all of us have them. And, um, I, what I do, I don't just, it's not just, it's not just a session of like me connecting to your intuition either. A lot of times we work through the blocks, like people that have been coming to me, we've been working through trauma. We've been working through childhood. I'll take you through, you know, give you tools so that you can use these tools to work through the blocks when they come up. So that's really important to me. Like it's important to me for you to give people the tools that they need to be able to one, connect to their intuition again, but also work through those blocks that are keeping them from it, you know? So, so we'll do, you know, some somatic exercises or we'll do some, um, inner child work or, you know, I've even had people where they have like had ancestral traumas that have, they've got worked through and the intuition will always tell you if you're ready. A lot of times you're not ready. That's fine. But the intuition will always tell you, always keep you safe. It'll always let you know what you need in the moment to be able to level up. It always is wanting you to level up, move up, move up, move up, move up to your next level and to your most authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. And I feel that. I feel that. That is really wonderful that you're able to work with people in such an expansive way. Um, what, what is the best method for people to do that with you? Um, do you have like a, do you have a clarity call? What, what is the process? How can people get in touch with you to book a session right now? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I do have a 30 minute or maybe it's a 20 minute clarity call and we can, you know, just chat with each other, see if it's a right fit. I really, you know, want people to see if their intuition is leading them to working with me. Um, and so, yeah, so we can book, a um, on my website, you can book a call. Um, and then I have sessions, they're 90 minute sessions. Um, and then I have some 60 minute sessions, which are more of like a, if you're not into the woo stuff, they're more of like a creative, um, break breakthrough session, um, I am going to be starting a, um, a mentorship for people. If you're an artist, um, I'm going to be starting a business mentorship. It's an intuitive business mentorship for people who want to put their art out into the world. Um, since I'm an artist as well, um, I've been working as a, as a professional artist for 15 years. So, I, you know, I know that a lot of the things that I have been, have had to work through and I wish I had had my intuition to guide me to be like my CEO. I spent a lot of time, a lot of money, um, trying to, you know, make my business fit into certain models that people, people have, uh, 
told me that works, but doesn't work for me. So um, it's really like a part mentorship, part um, connecting you to your intuition and part and we're going to create like a whole business plan, intuitive business plan for you. So asking your intuition, what is the next best step for me putting my art out there um, and filling in those blanks by asking your intuition? So that's going to be coming up next month. So um, so yeah, so you can work with me one-on-one. I'm always teaching workshops. So keep an eye out for workshops that I have. Um, and next year I'll have even probably even more workshops that you can take. So yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> All that good stuff. <laughs> Esther, you are just pure magic. Esther and I are not just um we're not just what what would you call like colleagues or whatnot. We're like we're gal pals. And I love Esther yeah. so much. And uh it's yeah. I I'm actually kind of surprised with us because we've been very like on the topic, but I think normally we're like all over the place. And when we meet, we're like, oh, it, I, we just kind of are very slow. And then we get super Gabby. And then we get kind of slow again. Like, what were we talking about? Oh, right. We're <laughs> supposed to be doing this. <laughs> and we're just all over the place. So I'm actually, I don't know. I don't want to know if proud is the right word, but I'm just kind of impressed that we've been able to be yeah. like so on the track. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I think it's, you know, there's a place and I think might have been like, you know, I'm really focused right now, too. Like I think in the past, I was kind of, you know, finding out what, you know, what was my way and what was my offering. And so I think like, I'm really, both of us, you know, kind of more focused now. So um, so yeah, I think that might play into it too. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, probably, probably, you know, and I think we also like before we started recording, we were like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do a great episode. So we kind of went into it like that yeah. before too. And this is also not our yeah. first time doing uh, doing an episode together before. Uh, funny note, yeah. you'll learn this if you listen to the Spiritual Bitches episode with us together. Um, but I, we had recorded a beautiful episode and so weird, the Zoom box that I use, it didn't take, but it was, I don't even, I can't even explain it because I swear I tapped that button. It was this the weirdest <laughs> audio that came through. And so I had to invite Esther to come back and record with me. And of course, that episode was just as amazing. Um, but I remember that I was like, out of all the episodes that could have happened with, why was yeah. it that episode? But Esther was just so great. And she came back over and we recorded it. And it was fabulous. And so this is our third time. <laughs> recording together I I don't know I just love talking to you and like I just love everything you're doing and so I just you know I'm always like want to be supporting you and being on your I don't know in your circle and yeah it's been it's been really fun and just thinking about like this all kind of started our relationship started around the time of COVID, you know? Yeah. Like so many right of my relationships. Before, right before. I think like yeah, right before. Like February. And then it kind of just yeah. really started hitting. And it was, yeah. Um, 
Such a gift, Esther. Such a gift to know you. And it's crazy. You know, after, you know, you, just saying that, I can't believe that it's only been since like January, February since we've known each other. Because I feel like yeah. I've known you for so goddamn long. I feel so I connected to you. I also am like very much in your corner. And I don't know if you guys heard me, but I'm like really plugging for Esther. Do these epi- like do these sessions. Yeah, but seriously, oh <laughs> do these sessions. I'm serious. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not blowing Aww. ass up your guys's – what is it? Oh. Air up your guys' ass. I don't even know the phrase. It's seriously, it's that powerful. And that's why I wanted to have Esther on with here with you today because she knows what she's talking about. She's got the resources. She can make it happen for you. But also, if you know, if you're not ready for that, that makes sense. And I just wanted you guys to be able to walk away with what does it look like to work with your intuition? What does it look like to connect? What does it look like to have that relationship and how can I nurture it? And Esther, oh my gosh, girl, you have gone way beyond and you have given us such the lowdown. I am so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's great to be able to share. I just want, yeah, like I said, I just want to be able to share with people how, you know, what I want to normalize intuition. What is it? How do we listen to it? It's not woo. It's totally normal. It's like, you know, yeah. So yeah, it's my pleasure. Oh my gosh. So much magic. So much magic here today. Um, Okay, guys, I think that we have reached the end of the episode because after this, all we'll do is just gab. Esther and I, and you guys, you guys got lives. (laughs) You guys got things to do. So I'm going to leave you with this and just thank you for being here. Thank you for witnessing Esther's magic. Thank you, Esther, for giving your magic. And thank you. Yes. And until next time, my friends, I'm going to talk to you then. Bye.